Nick, welcome to uh, our, our podcast. It's season two, I think episode six now, right? Yeah. How many, so. how many episodes did you guys do in the first season? It was 10 episodes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 10 per season we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so just introduce yourself a little bit and uh, your athletic background, I guess, Nick. Um, my name is Nick Marzavilla. I, I played football in high school, but now I, uh, I do powerlifting competitively. Nice. 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 And uh, I guess the first question is before lifting, like what um, other than football, did you do anything else or like what made you want to get into lifting specifically? Um, well, I always like lifted outside of football, but I never did powerlifting like specifically. Okay. Uh, and then when football ended, I need something to be like competitive in and like get that adrenaline, I guess, from football and powerlifting's the closest thing that I can get to that. Okay. So wait, so spe- specifically, because uh, I don't, should be completely honest, I don't know the difference. What's the difference between regular lifting and powerlifting? So like most people, like when they go to the gym, either they're their body, they're like there's bodybuilders who like compete for looks and then there's people who just go to the gym like most people and they're also working out for looks whereas i lift for strength so like i lift for just squat bench and deadlift and then do those three in competition okay okay interesting interesting it's uh yeah it's a little different but it's fun what what does a week's worth of training look like for like a power lifter is that a lot of like one rep maxes and just like a lot of rest or what is that so it depends on your coach, to be honest. So my coach believes in a lot of volume. Um, so like my squats and deads, I get decent amount of volume. I know you guys are make, gonna make fun of me, but my volume is like sets of six, and that I consider that volume. Yeah. But, uh, he he does give me bench singles every week, so I single on bench every week. It doesn't mean like I'm doing a max, but I'm hitting like c- close to my max once a week, just because you could do that with bench. Okay. Okay. And uh, so you, you said you're doing volume. So how many, how many sets per, like, how, how do you basically come up with a number of what, what is the volume for, I guess, the reps and how many sets do you do? Like, what's, what goes, so what are the factors I, that I, make that? I, I used to try and, like, do it myself and, like, program myself. But, like, I'm too dumb for that. And it's much easier to let someone else do it from the outside who, like, knows what they're t- talking about. So my coach, um, currently I have two squat days a week, and then I have two deadlift days a week. Um, and he kind of determines how much and how heavy they should be based on how I'm feeling for the week. And then he basically tries to progress them a little bit each week until the end of, like, the block. And, like, a block is, like, a month training cycle. And then okay. you would switch it up after that. So, so it's basically like at the at the end of every month you kind of like you kind of like peak and then like the next month starts and then like yeah so how my coach does it uh a lot of people do it differently but right now so i'm in a deload week which means that it's the first week of my block and everything that i'm doing is like pretty much half intensity so i'm still going through the motions i'm doing everything the same way that i would just with either half of the weight half of the reps or half the sets to give my joints like a, a time to recover, but I still am familiar with the lifts and don't kind of forget my form. Cause so is that's that, a big thing with powerlifting. So that's kind of a way to have muscle memory, but still sort of get exactly. recovery. Benefit. I'm sure you guys do that too. I'm sure you guys have weeks where you kind of take like a deload and yeah. you take it easier on your joints. Cause you're not going to progress if you keep 
hurting your body. Yeah. I mean, you know, recover every athlete, they need recovery, you know? Yeah. And that's basically my, so my deed load weeks, I eat more, I rest more and I sit in massage chair because <laughs> it's there and I feel like I just should. <laughs> uh, one question that I have that, because me and Coma, we have a whole list of questions that we're looking at, but uh, one question I don't think we wrote down is you just said you eat more during deload weeks. What does typical nutrition look like So just throughout the month? I'm sure, do you count your calories? Is that something you do or you just kind of so, go off fuel? So I used to. I stopped mm-hmm. doing it like a month ago because it was too yeah. t- time consuming. So I, I do it every day when I'm not in school. And when I'm in school, it's kind of impossible to count because like they're telling me a calorie count on the board. I don't believe what they're putting up, you know. They're giving yeah. me a piece of chicken, but it's I see them throw oil on it. So like, I don't know how much calories is what. When yeah. I'm home though, uh, I eat, about 4,200 calories every day. 42. That is crazy. I have a really high metabolism, so <laughs> that, I can that's do a that. lot. Yeah. And also follow up question. Do you know how much you're burning then? Well, I'm burning 4,200 because I'm not gaining weight. My maintenance okay. is 4,200 or 4,000 ish. So if crazy. I eat 4,000 every day, I'm not gaining weight. So right now I'm doing a little bit uh, of a surplus because I'm going up a weight class. So okay. I have room to eat more. But when I'm in college, I kind of just eat the same thing every day for the same meal so that I mm-hmm. know what my maintenance is here with, like, the foods. And then I can add yeah. a little something here or there if I want to gain weight. Okay. How have you, like, um, do you like the food at your college? Like, how have you found that, like, adjusting? Like, it's, to, you know, uh, it's not the worst. Uh, I, I'm really good at, like, I can eat the same thing every day and not, like, care. Um, I don't know how your guys' dining halls are, but, like, what I've seen, mine is pretty subpar. Like, it's like right, like it's it's good, but like it's not amazing. Because I've seen it's like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the best way to put it. Um, but like Matt Gain, who goes to Tampa, which is a private school, he sends me their dining hall. Oh my god, it's like it's like a restaurant. Oh, is it, it actually? Yeah, it's so nice. He's sending me pictures of their steak and it's like medium rare. And I sent him mine and it's a brick. Like, <laughs> like, do you guys get steak in your dining hall? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even cut it. Like <laughs> cutting it. I'm losing a hundred calories trying to cut it. It's, it's ridiculous. For me, it's more, I can't chew it. It just like, yeah. won't, it just won't break. What I've started doing here is you're going to make fun of me. Uh, I, sometimes the rice is like really dry. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take a spoonful of rice and then just drink water. And I don't even chew my rice. I just, I just drink it. it. <laughs> Cause like it takes so much time and it's just not good. So I just, if I just swallow the rice, it gets, goes down faster and I don't gotta, I don't gotta worry about it. So, okay. So we've covered a little bit of eating. Uh, so you've clearly got to, you got to eat crazy amount of food every day like that that's that is a high yeah and that's another thing about powerlifting is so i can't bodybuild because i don't have the i don't have the dedication to food that they do so like always you have to cut right so yeah if you have a bodybuilder on here uh, even like mackin he counts everything like he brings a scale to the dining hall every day he counts absolutely everything he puts in his body me Mm -hmm. i can't do that i see a cookie i eat the cookie and that's just how it is. He won't do he won't do that because it'll affect how his body looks. For me, if I eat the cookie, my body I'll I'll still like I might look shit, but like I'll lift the same. Okay. Like I bring gu- yeah. I bring gummy bears every time I go to the gym. 
Isn't there like an actual thing about that though? Like a recovery yeah, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because simple sugars. So like I okay. eat. I. This is this is my go-to. I bring a lot of thin mints and then dried mango slices. Because the mango slices are like candy, but they're so good. But they're like candy, but I don't feel as bad if I'm eating fruit instead of just candy. So yeah, it's a little more nutritious. I mean, because it is like natural sugar, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a little better. I mean, it digests the same and does the same thing to your body, so it's fine by me. Um, Um, Another question. Oh yeah, no, no, Anthony, you can go. No, no, you can go. Uh, I was going to ask, like, outside of lifting, like, what's what's another, like, valuable part of your training outside of, like, dieting and lifting? I guess that's what we've talked about. Like, do you do any cardio? Do you do any, like, core work? So, like yeah, I do. So, I do core every day. Or, I mean, I should do core every day. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I skip it every once in a while because um, it's terrible. But, yeah, uh, my coach programs core uh, every day that I'm supposed to do. Um, because a big part of powerlifting is your core with like your brace, um, with like your squat and dead. And if your core breaks down, your lift breaks down. So I'm supposed to be doing it every day, but that's, it's something I got to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Is the point behind that just like, I mean, when an athlete does core, I feel like the general reason is because they're looking for stability. Is that kind of, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen like when people squat really heavy or deadlift heavy, you wear a belt. Yeah. And the whole point of wearing the belt is that you brace into it. And by bracing into it, you kind of breathe out all your air and you push it against the belt. Okay. So it creates like 360 degrees of kind of like oh. stability and control so that it, your form doesn't break down. So if you don't do core and your core is weak, you could break down in the whole of your squat and get hurt. And okay. Whole, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. I do. I don't do cardio. That's not a <laughs> not, not, not a big cardio kind of guy. No, no, I walked to class. Like, <laughs> all right, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're already burning enough well, calories lifting and like doing core, then I wouldn't see any reason. Yeah, there are days that like if I if I eat too much and I know that I ate too much, I'll you know I'll go like walk on the treadmill for 25 minutes and burn off 150 200 calories, and I'd be like, that's okay. But I don't do yeah. core regularly because there's core, yeah of, yeah um, well. That's why I was when we were, remember we were talking about doing the I do one a year yeah. workouts. Like I don't think you understand. Like I haven't run a mile since like <laughs> sixth grade. Like it just wouldn't. No, no. Actually, I ran a mile when I did like the Murph challenge in like. Quarantine. Oh really? Yeah. How did uh? I, you to, how, no, that one's terrible. Well, the first mile was all right. I don't know. I didn't time it because I didn't want to know what the time was, but I know yeah. it was slow. Like, a, like really slow. And then, like, I just – I would breeze through, like, the, the pull-ups and push-ups part, and then the second mile murdered me. Oh, yeah. I was – I just I – have, I have asthma for one, and two, I don't run ever. Yeah. So, it's a double whammy. Like, if – I don't know what you run, like, daily, but, like, if you watched me run a mile, you would laugh at me so bad. Well, I'm sure you know if you watch me either bench press or squat, you'd laugh at me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun to talk about the differences, but like we're literally on the complete different like sides of fitness. Yeah, I know, cool. I know. And yeah, it, pretty it, much it, like long distance runners are like we're actually like not supposed to have that much muscle, you know? Like yeah, like, well, so- I always see the pictures of marathon runner legs, uh, and they're super thin, right? Because I guess the more muscle you have, the more lactic acid, and then. So, but that kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, that that brings up a, a a point that I 
think I should talk about. Uh, so you just said we're on both ends of the spectrum. You know, you got distance runners over here. You got heavyweight lifters, power lifters over here. And mm-hmm. in the middle, you know, there's balance of that. And it's like, is being healthy is what that means is you are in the middle because, you know, running like crazy, lifting like crazy. That's that. At times, yeah, I wouldn't, although I wouldn't call athlete, what I do healthy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, same thing with like crazy, crazy running like that. That has such an effect on your body, you know? What like what do you got? What issues do you have? Um, like I'll get like patella tendonitis, like elbow tendonitis, yeah. things like that. Is that what you get? Like similar? not particularly patella tendonitis, but you know, you get, like right... a lot of Achilles and like plantar. Yeah, fascia, yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah, yeah. And I know Jonah. <laughs> yeah, my, you know, my you... back, my lower back has been messed up for like a while. But yeah, um... I haven't been able to bench in like a month. I uh, I slightly tore my pec minor, I believe. Um, I had a little bit of bruising, like kind of in my, uh, armpit area and I didn't bench for like a month. And then I got back into it the last two weeks and then I messed it up again. So now I gotta, okay. gotta okay. not bench again, which kind of sucks. But I mean, that does, it, it's, it, you know, it, it speaks volumes about what being healthy is and then what being an athlete is. You know? Yeah. Cause I wouldn't even say the way I eat is, you know, healthy. Yeah. You eat for yeah. your sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is kind of just for powerlifting including sleep i don't know if you guys like i sleep so much <laughs> i try yeah. to i try to as well to. but it's sometimes yeah. it's tough but yeah, i've found person tell. at least for me sleep is like the mo- it's more important than food like it's more important than anything else oh really yeah i why, get it why do you believe so because sleep is when your body like that's when it does all its healing and when i'm at the gym for three and a half hours and my joints are dead when i get back i sleep i sleep for at least eight hours every night and then i feel good when i wake up yeah okay yeah that makes sense i can agree with that um i've i can say like i've had really bad workout days like directly contributed to sleep and like when you're tired you just you can you can never make the most of your workout at least that's what i've found well even think about when you get sick or like uh if you get injured like break a bone the first thing your body does is it just wants to sleep more like it's, it's, it's way of healing. So right. if I just do it every day, then my thought is I'll progress more. But yeah. I don't know how accurate it is, but I mean, yeah, you're probably, your joints are probably taking a lot of that, like wear and tear every day. So sleep is like huge for you. Oh yeah. I don't, I, hate, I can't even go upstairs now. My knees just don't. Oh really? <laughs> don't really? Yeah. Well, cause I, it's more of going down is when I'll get like the patella tendon. I'm going to not have knees when I'm 40. Oh yeah. Cause so. That puts pressure, right? Like, isn't there, like something yeah. where, like, the, yeah, you know, well, what I'm <laughs> um, one one question I did want to ask is uh, just because we we were, we were uh, I wanted to ask it a couple minutes ago, but then we went somewhere else. Uh, so you were talking about your kinds of lifting, you know, and then you talked about uh, your pec minor. What are your what are sort of your goals? Because the pec minor injury, you know, that's a little bit of a setback. Like, what are your goals, and how do you plan on getting to them with setbacks like your knee, like like your chest? Like, how, how do you? Battle um, so, I have an I have a meet May twenty second. Uh, okay. Is the next one I signed up for? I'm actually doing mm-hmm. it with Alex. Uh, oh, nice. And I had originally wanted to total thirteen hundred, like between my three lifts. Mm-hmm. Um which I remember, I think the numbers were like, oh, I would need like a 470 squat, 
a 515-ish dead, and then like a 310 bench. And I was really confident in it until the whole the chest thing happened. Okay. okay. Um, so now the, the bench might be – the bench might hold me back, but like hopefully – my thought process is like uh, I'm a big David Goggins guy. Um, uh, and if like – if one thing holds you back, don't see it as like a uh, – like a setback or it's more of just like an opportunity to make your other things better. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. hopefully I could just make my deadlift and squat better in these next four weeks and it will make okay. up for my lack of bench press. Good, good, good. So damn, that, that is heavy. That is heavy. dude. <laughs> It'd be fun. I, I hope I can do it. <laughs> what does a uh, typical meet look like? So I've only done one, but like, it was like the coolest experience of my life. It's just like, just like 150 guys and you just lift things up and yell like <laughs> in the like in the most simple terms possible like that's kind of just what it is interesting um okay. and powerlifter weigh-ins are really funny because in my federation we weigh in two hours before you compete so you can't okay. do massive weight cuts right you can't like weigh in the night night before and then you know eat another 10 pounds it's uh it's all in that two hours see so all these guys that you know haven't eaten in two days and now they're about to go compete and try and lift as heavy as possible. And they just bring like gallons of rice. And like, as soon, as soon as they weigh in, you just look at all the bleachers and it's just powerlifters eating candy, rice, and just straight sugar. Like I watched a guy, he took a liter of uh, apple juice, opened it up, and then jumped two full cups of sugar in it, shook it up, and just drank it. <laughs> what is the purpose of that? Just energy or? Yeah, just a ton of simple sugar. So like you'll take caffeine obviously yeah um a ton of simple sugars a lot of potassium because potassium is mm-hmm. the main thing that fires your muscles i don't know if you learned that yeah. uh you take anatomy yeah yeah i'm a kinesiology major yeah yeah okay so you took anatomy so like you yeah. know it's the main thing that makes the yeah yeah the, <laughs> yeah Fuck, i hated that it's the p in the <laughs> or something like that <laughs> I think. I don't um and then a lot of a lot of power lifters take a ton of advil like before their lifts. Oh, interesting. So like decrease inflammation. Yeah, decrease inflammation in your and in your uh, joints. And a lot of it, I think, is just like it's in yeah. their brain. Like if they don't yeah. feel pain, they'll have no fear. Which yeah, I, mind I kind of understand. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it's really chaotic too, because once you do your lift, you only have sixty seconds, I think, to give them your next lift. So you gotta like kind of gotta have oh, someone. So- uh, handle you it's like um so like unfortunately at this meet i don't know who will be doing that for me but at my last one there was this experienced powerlifter who i asked and he basically did everything for me like picked all my my numbers picked my warm-up numbers i did nothing but he just told me to go lift the, the bar and i listened okay that was basically... what's the typical order of the meet like because if you do it all in succession like what's like the typical order you do that in so it always goes squat bench deadlift okay and how it will work is um, you put in your first attempt for each lift when you first start, um, like when you give your name and like weight and all that. And then you basically go in order of how heavy. So like say my bench is, you know, my opening bench is 260. I would be below someone who is 270. It just goes in order. And then as soon as everyone does all three attempts on bench, then you go to squat and do the same thing basically how it okay. works it's it's pretty it's pretty simple 
Okay. Powerlifters okay. like to make the sport more complicated than it is. It's, it's three lifts. Like, well, move I mean, the bar. Every, you know, but every, every sport they have their they have their uh, minor strategic little things that, that yeah. athletes in the sport know. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. to someone outside, it's a little bit foreign. It's like, yeah, it's like a whole different language. Yeah, exactly. How did how many meets have you uh, had for powerlifting? And like, I've only done one. I did one in okay. December. Um, cause I'm relatively new to the, the sport itself, but like, I kind of just signed up for it over the summer before I like knew what powerlifting really was. And I was just like, ah, I'll learn. And then Good. I loved I mean, it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Super. Do you, uh, like that, but do you, <laughs> honestly, sometimes that's what you got to be like though. You know, that's, yeah, that's how it's you get so you're going you're to laugh, but I have a jujitsu tournament in uh, two days. No way. <laughs> no way. No <laughs> way. I went to the. It's amazing. Uh, I went to the jujitsu club, and I, I've been three times. And the first time, I just got my ass kicked. And then they were like, "Yeah, there's a free tournament in like two weeks." So I put my name down. <laughs> Are you gonna like go and do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? might as well, right? You've never done jujitsu. That's kind of terrifying. Like, yeah, well, I've done it like three times. I've done it like three times now. But I mean, like, I'm sure there are rules, like in the actual like tournament, no? Oh yeah. What's your point? Like if I if I lose, I lose. You know, it's it's free. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Like I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I get I get murdered at these these practices. Really? Yeah. the The president is literally 125 pounds. I am 190. And he, it just I, just moves me wherever he wants. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's really crazy because like you'd think you'd think like as a power lifter you'd at least have like some sort of like strength advantage over like some smaller guys. But I guess well, that's like, the thing that, that I've learned with jujitsu is that like like even if I so like say he's on top of me and I throw him off, yeah, I mm-hmm. can throw him off, but then he just grabs my arm and then arm bars me. So he's like, he's like, you don't want to throw me off, even though you can. So it kind of doesn't really help me too much. If you grab him by the ankles and just start spinning and start circles. throwing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say, they all call me Chad and they make fun of me. They <laughs> they just take I don't know because they because I'm like the power lift there that doesn't know what okay. he's doing you know and I'm just trying to like yeah. move you because I think I'm stronger than you. Yeah. So they just they just use me as the example for everything and hurt me because they think it's funny. That is yeah. that is awesome. I I admire the uh, you know just getting into it. No knowledge yeah. and just trying it. Might as well. <laughs> um, how do you how do you find like balancing like school and lifting and like you say you're in jujitsu club and all that? Like, cause I know it's been different for all of us. Like, have you found it to be like manageable or? Kind I, of- I find it not too bad. Uh, there are days that are rough. Like, if I do go to jujitsu club that night, it's like two hours plus like the three hours that I'm lifting and then school. But like, if you just like don't go out in college. It's kind of just time, you know, like not to sound like a yeah. loser, but like <laughs> I come to college to do gym and do school. Yeah. So like if I just focus yeah. on those two things, it's not, I don't find it too hard to manage. Yeah. Like your, your time gets and just like get up. ahead on, if you just get ahead on your work in college, it's not that bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, uh, like you, you just gotta learn how to plan on your own without someone telling you how to do it. It's not too bad. One thing I, I feel like in there, uh, I've realized just in this past, uh, I guess, one and a half semesters is, uh, and I'm sure you guys can relate, is 
you can live the kind of life you want as long as you, I guess, like you said, plan and just take jumps, you know, like you, like the jujitsu, jujitsu club, you just went for it, you know what I mean? You're yeah, I mean, it, well, it's something I plan to go to, obviously, after the tournament, too. Well, yeah, and yeah. Like, I mean, it, in all honesty, my only goal is to be able to beat Kyle <laughs> when he gets back from the Army. That is my, my sole purpose, going to jujitsu. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But still, you know, it's just, it's, it's just about, uh, like living life in your, like figuring out how you want to live life while also taking on responsibilities, you know? Yeah. Where are you? Uh, are you guys living on campus next year? You guys are off. Uh, I'm next year. I'm going to be on campus next year. Uh, what about you, Anthony? Yeah, me too. Me too. Actually, Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing next year. Next year, there seems like there's a lot of different doors opening, but uh, I won't talk about that here. That's, so, for, okay. that's for another podcast. For, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, anyway, I wanted to ask you, are there times when you're like, like, fuck, I don't want to do this? And like, oh, like yeah. how, do you, how do you get past that? What do you do? Um, I mean, music's a huge part of it. Okay. Because um, I'll have – so like at the end of my block is when I'm like the most fatigued. That's when mm-hmm. I've been doing it for like four weeks and like my body is kind of just breaking down. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll get SBD days. So I'll have to squat bench and deadlift. Mm-hmm. And those days are when like, you kind of just got to like, well, there's a lot of times I don't want to do something like they're stupid accessories. Like if he gives me high bar squats, I don't want to do those, you know, but like you do them because you know, it will make you better in the end, even yeah. though they suck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, music's a big part, um, and and David Goggins because he's sick. <laughs> it just tells you to stop being a bitch, and then you're like, you know, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm high bar squats, squats, by the way. So I squat, I squat low bar. Um, so the bar sits on my kind of like my rear delt. Um, so like pretty low on my back, and then high bar is kind of what most people, how most people squat, is it will sit up on your trap. I hate high bar, high bar squats. They just suck. What's the, uh, like, why would you do one or the other? So high bar is going to be more tension on your knees because you're going to have, it's going to be more quad focused. Um, okay. So me personally, I can't really hit depth with high bar because I have shitty ankle mobility. So I have to depend okay. on my posterior chain when I squat. So that, you know, like when I squat low bar, I'll kind of, you know, when people hinge when they squat and they kind of, lean over uh, yeah yeah so i have to lean over to hit depth kind of because i because i squat low bar so it's, is that necessarily bad though um not necessarily as long as you're you know holding a brace and you're not like doing a flat out good morning and you're like completely perpendicular um i know what that is long, that when you go like down yeah, like, yeah 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 Okay. So you'll see okay. some people squat and they hit the hole and they just go, their back will be super straight up, wait, super straight up. And then they just hit the hole and they hinge so, so bad. Now that's okay. going to be bad for your lower back, but yeah, they don't care because their lower back might be strong and that's how they move the most weight. So they do it. Okay. Oh, so that could be done on purpose at times. Yeah. Some people have form that they know isn't the best. Like um, there's a lot of a new kind of like, I'm not going to say movement, but like, rounded back deadlifting is becoming a lot bigger where people not only deadlift with a rounded back, but argue that it's actually okay. And that there is no 
downsides of it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the best pullers right now, actually, they, they pull with their thoracic spine is rounded pretty much like a, it's not like super noticeable, but if you go <laughs> look at the side it is most certainly not straight and they have a decently rounded back and, you know. And is the point those, of that to put more pressure on your back? The, the point of that is that's just their best starting position. So like, oh, interesting. It, it might not be optimal for their spine, but it's the best starting position for their deadlift. So they're going to move the most weight that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're sacrificing like your back for your, the sake of lifting more potentially. Yeah. I mean, that I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think deadlifts are good for your back. Like if you're doing them twice a week, like I don't think it's the best thing to do. Like if you're not training for deadlift, I don't really believe in doing it you know, like consistently. Yeah. Cause there is a huge, you know, risk factor of, you know, like separating your fucking discs, a lot of bulging discs <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. 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 That is Same a good with squat though. Oh, actually. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> you were talking about like, uh, like that whole, like good morning thing. Like, have you had any like bad lifting accidents or any lifting accidents at all? Cause yeah, I know you lift very heavy. I haven't had really any accident so far besides oh, shit. hold on uh my <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah yeah I got it. um i haven't had any really lifting accidents besides like recently with my chest um okay. and the only thing i really felt like was i was just on like my back down sets and then i kind of just felt my chest pull and then i like lost tension in it basically so like it wasn't terrible, but it just felt a little funny. What like caused that injury? Was it like any like was it like another weakness around your chest, or was it just? Like, uh, it it totally could have been. I didn't record it, so I don't know. But like it could have been like as simple as like my el- elbow flaring out and then my chest taking the blunt of it, um, instead of other body parts. But I I'm not really sure to be honest. I wish if, um, I knew so I could like fix it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess you know. I guess we could all we would all say that a better yeah you know um if you had to uh basically give uh i guess either a new lifter or if you could go back and give yourself as a new lifter like guidance what would that be uh learn how to eat so like learn how to eat okay yeah learn what you're eating and like because like i lifted for like two years and i didn't like, I got stronger, but, like, that's just rookie gains. You know, you just yeah. – I didn't get any bigger just because I never ate. Like, I was always the kid that would be like, oh, I eat, you know, as much as I can, when in reality, like, you weren't. Um, yeah. And if you're powerlifting, get on a program. It doesn't even matter if it's a good program. It just has to be a program. Like, something with – something that structure. increases every week and it has structure so that you can follow yeah. it. Um, because if not, you're not going to make too much progress. Okay. And also just a follow-up question. Is there a difference when like, truthfully, I don't know how it works. When you go to the gym, is there a difference? Like, are, do you lift with it? I guess your team, are you lifting by your, I mean, you know, obviously you're doing the motion by yourself, but like, is there mm-hmm. a difference when you're with people or alone? Um, do you mean like differences in like how I lift? Like, uh, well, f- I, let me phrase it this way in running it's so much not just easier but more enjoyable when you're with a team mm-hmm. just so in in that term it kind of depends on the 
day. So like I have days where I go to the gym and yeah, I'm there for three and a half hours, but I'm probably lifting for an hour and a half just because uh, luckily my school has a ton of power lifters and I end up talking to them for long amounts. When two power lifters talk in between a set, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. There there goes the workout. Yeah. But, um, so like those days are great, but there's also days that when there's no one else there and you can like, like hyper-focus on your lift, which are amazing. Okay. So like, yeah. So like days like today where it's a deal day, I'm not too focused. Like I'd love if there are people there so I could talk with them and, you know, mess around. But like days were like end of the block or like near prep or or near like, uh, meet week where like I have singles and like that, those are like the most important sessions of the prep. Uh, I don't really like to talk to people, but it kind of, it's different for everyone. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. You know, during your crazy important workouts, you know, get them done, do them right. Yeah, because I know I get distracted really easily if there's other people, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself needing like a spotter though, or you just kind of? Yeah, it it depends on the weight. Uh, Deadlift, obviously there is no spotter. Like, you you just fail it. Uh, Squat, I ask for it like a spot, like if I'm taking a really heavy single, like pretty much I just don't see myself that I should fail a weight that I've hit before. So, like, yeah. unless it's around 405, I don't really ask for a spot. Uh, I do it myself. Okay. Bench, I do – bench, I don't really ask for a spot, but I ask for, like, a lift. So, like, when you're unracking the bar, I like someone to just, like, help me get it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but that's really it. I don't ask for a spot too much. Some people do on, like, everything. They'll ask oh, for, like, was... a side – yeah, they'll ask for, like, a side spot on, like, weight that they've hit, you know, multiple times, but – it's, you know, what they need and what helps them, so. I get, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. It's as just their it's way. Not, yeah, if it's not taken away from, like. Because I'm sure one day I'll else. squat and then blow up my knee and not have a spotter, and I'd be like, damn, I really wish I had a spotter. So, <laughs> you know, one day, one day it'll screw me over. Not I mean, I guess that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Do you, um, I mean, from what it sounds like, it doesn't really, uh, you know, you, you focus on squat, bench, and deadlift, but do you, uh. Do you do like stability work with, I guess, minor muscles? Um, so I do like accessory work, which is where like the bodybuilding portion comes in. Okay. So like I'll have a day where I squat and bench and then I go hit uh, like one tricep exercise as a bench accessory and then like two or three squat accessories. So those could be like for my hamstrings, my, my glutes or quads, things like that. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I don't really do like stability work. Just because there's nothing that you're doing in powerlifting that is like in isolation, it's always okay. both arms or both legs. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't really believe in isolation work to one leg or one arm, unless you have imbalances. Yeah, that that's a that's an interesting. Uh, I mean, it makes total sense. I never thought about it that way before. Yeah. So like some people, they'll they'll lock out faster on their right arm than their left arm, mm-hmm. and that's something where they should go. You know, do dumbbell press. So that they yeah. can balance out the inequalities. Um, yeah, okay. but I don't have any of those, so I don't do them too often. Okay. Um, I've I've recognized that, like, I guess the the bridge between our two sports is as far apart as they are. Like, I feel like lifting and running are two things that people use as like outlets to get better at other sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, like coach makes you run if you like you know, for cardio or, you know, you get in the gym for football, like that's how you got into this. Right. So like, yeah. I guess 
my question is what is your favorite part of lifting like why do you like what yeah what's your favorite part of lifting yeah. uh i don't know the feeling of hitting a weight that you haven't before is really cool and i know it sounds dumb but like it's a pr yeah like i don't know it's a great feeling because it's not like in bodybuilding like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like oh maybe i looked better today i you know, i don't really know but like with powerlifting there is there is a number and if you surpass yeah. the number, you know, you got better. And there is no like, you know, there is no like, oh, maybe this was this. No, it's just like, maybe my arm got a little bigger. No, like I hit the number and I got better. And yeah. I don't know. That's the part I like about it. That's, that's a, that's a real good uh, sort of athlete mindset. I like that. Yeah. It's addicting. <clears throat> we have one last question. It's where do you see yourself 10 years from now? If you're still doing the sport? God, I don't know if my knees can do another 10 years. <laughs> Well, I guess then what's um, your plan if that happens? Um, I mean, in reality, I plan to do this, you know, as long as I can in, you know, like, uh, so there's like, a, there's equipped lifting and then there's raw lifting. So like I plan to power lift as long as I can raw with like knee sleeves and not things to support my joints. Yeah. Until, you know, maybe I'm like 30 or 40 and then my knees can't do raw lifting anymore and i could do like equipped lifting things like that but yeah, i don't really know i'm bad at like seeing the future that's that's perfectly fine you know not everyone yeah. not everyone thinks it's like not everyone has thought about that you know mm -hmm. that's like perfectly okay uh we have less than a minute left oh that's fine you want to you want to uh do the thing yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming on and uh, it's been a pleasure having you. And I think we can both relate that like our, our sport is focused on a lot of measurables like PRs and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that you got to focus on and you can clearly see when you're getting better and that there's no feeling like that. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me too. Of course. What's going on, dude? Dude, now we have to do the YouTube video where, you know, you try running, I try lifting and Como tries I lifting. We're going to get cut off in this middle of this conversation. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll do it over the summer. Okay. All right. I'm See you later, man. Good, Good luck to with see you guys, meet. though. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.